morning. Welcome to Jesus in Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. And we are plowing through 3 John because we're almost done. We're going to finish it up tomorrow. Um, but let's jump right into Scripture because this short little letter uh, is from the Apostle John to a small church. And he is confronting uh, the church with encouragement, first of all, and then he is um, naming actually giving the name to a couple people, um, one who is doing some very evil things and another one who is is honorable. And he mentions both of them by name. And this is the only place we see them mentioned um, in all of Scripture. Now, he's writing to a man named Gaius, who is a spiritual leader in a small house church. And Gaius is a good man, and he is a godly man. Um, but there is another one named Diotrephes, who is not um, acting very godly. He is not displaying the traits of love and, and encouragement, and um, he is rejecting many other teachers with, within the church who are truthful in their teaching, right? They're not teaching false things like what John talks about in 2 John. He, he says, don't welcome those <clears throat> who are teaching false things because they're going to corrupt the church. So don't let them do that. Don't welcome them into the setting of your church and give approval of what they're teaching. Be careful with that. But um, he is turning people, Diotrephes is turning people away who are speaking truth, who are speaking truth. And so um, John speaks out against that, and he actually makes plan has plans to come to this church and deal with this, this issue, because he literally says it in the last two verses, I'm coming to you to speak to you face to face. We're going to work this out. Um, but let's go ahead and read verse 11 and 12, because there is some encouragement here, some encouraging things to see. He says, after talking about the, the, the bad things Diotrephes is doing, he says, Beloved, do not imitate evil but imitate good. Whoever does good is from God. Whoever does evil has not seen God. Now, he doesn't outright say it here, but he is leaning in the direction to the point where he seems to be directing that at the actions of Diotrephes, stating that even though Diotrephes is a leader in the church, he hasn't seen God. In other words, He's concerned, apparently, that Diotrephes might not truly be saved. He may be one of those seeds that fell on the rocky ground that sprouted up but never took root in the truth, the parable that Jesus gave in the Gospels. is what I'm referring to there. And so, whoever does evil has not seen God, and Diotrephes is living in that right now. So, John's got a concern here. And, and he's saying that there's evidence here that Diotrephes might not truly be saved. He's just acting, he's just a part of the Christian church, but he's not acting like a Christian. Now, verse 12 brings up a new name. This is the only time we ever see this name in Scripture. This guy's never mentioned again after this passage. Verse 12 says, Demetrius has received a good testimony from everyone and from the truth itself. We also add our testimony and you know that our testimony is true. This is a pretty big deal right here. Okay? This is a pretty big deal. If I was going to be included in Scripture by the grace of God, which Scripture's done, we have what God wanted us to have, this is how I would want to be remembered. I wouldn't want to be remembered like Diotrephes, 
doing evil things and, and rejecting other believers because we want all the attention for ourselves. I want to be like Demetrius. I want to be one who, who has a good testimony from other people. And I want to be one who lines up with the truth and who the apostles would view as someone who, who lines up with the truth. And so, be a Demetrius, not a Diotrephes, okay? Now, let's talk about this for a second. This is really important. This is important for Christians in this line right here. So, Demetrius has received good testimony from everyone. That's great. That's a good thing, okay? But here's the real important factor. As he says, and from the truth itself. Now we know that Scripture, New Testament Scripture, is being written at this point in time. It's not complete yet. Okay, John most likely has not written Revelation yet. All right, so we don't have it in its entirety. But the apostles are writing letters, and the apostles are trusted to have the truth because these men actually lived with Jesus Christ. They saw the risen Savior. They have firsthand account of what went on in the ministry of Jesus and what he was teaching, okay? So their word is considered by the other followers as truth. We believe it's truth today because we have their written words today. Now, what John is saying here with this little statement is the way that we judge people and their accuracy and whether or not they are good, okay, whether or not they're imitating good or they're imitating evil, the way you tell that someone's imitating good or imitating evil is you turn to the truth itself. So here's the thing. People can look and appear like they're godly and they're doing good things. But if you measure their actions with scripture, that may not be the case. Don't trust your judgment over God's word's judgment, okay? People can say and do nice things, they can be kind and they can be good, yet they can teach and they can believe detrimental evil things, all right? When we are looking at teachers in the church, leaders, we need to measure their character and their actions against God's word. That is the final say-so. What's that, te what's that preacher preaching from the pulpit? Does it actually say it in God's word? Okay, well, he is imitating good. He is a good teacher, a good preacher, because he is speaking truth. We always, always measure what is said up against God's word. If it says it's truth and that's what the teacher is speaking, then, hey, they're doing good. If they're a kind and nice person, yet they're not speaking truth, they're actually, um, they're actually enabling sin, they're actually approving of sin, that is imitating evil, according to the Apostle John. So we need to always remember that. God's word is the final measure. God's word is the final measure, not the pastor. We measure the pastor's words and what he's saying with scripture. But the pastor himself is not the end-all, be-all authority on truth, okay? Because he should be getting what he is saying from the truth, all right? And so that's how we always measure a person, person. And that's what John's saying here with Demetrius. He's got a good testimony, 
And and that's great, but what's really important is is the testimony of the truth itself. We measure Demetrius and his actions and what he's saying against what we have given from God's word, what Jesus taught us, okay? And so we also add our testimony, and you know that our testimony is truth. Me, John, I'm the apostle. I hung out with Jesus for three years. I watched him die on the cross. I saw the risen Savior. I know how it all worked. And Demetrius believes all of that, and he holds fast to that truth. He's a good, he's a good teacher, okay? So we always measure, we always measure it with God's word. That is the final authority and say so. All right, so important thing there, very important thing there. That's how the church should be run. That's how the leadership should lead in the church. Whatever God's word says, that's how we do it, regardless of what the outside world thinks about us, okay? We do our absolute best to honor God first, period, period. We honor God first. All right, at the end of the day, seek first the kingdom of God. Loving God with all your heart is what's most important. Take care, stay blessed. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye. Thank you.